Welcome back to the Art of Nonviolent Communication podcast. Today, I want to talk about the challenges of becoming proficient at nonviolent communication. The first major challenge is it just takes a little bit to learn the technique properly. It's simple yet powerful, and it's very simple to get it wrong. There's a lot of little tricks and traps uh, along the way. So it's really important to learn the technique soundly, you know, firmly. And that's going to take repetition. It's going to take, I recommend getting the knowledge from a few different sources, definitely from Marshall Rosenberg. He's the creator. He put all the information together. He didn't necessarily like come up with everything. He assembled all the information from his studies and learning from different tribes and peoples around the world and put it together into this format called Nonviolent Communication. And his book is amazing. He's amazing. It's really awesome. I also have a book on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication, um, ebook, audio book, paperback. But that's helpful too. Go to local workshops, practice groups, like do whatever it takes to really get it in. You don't have to do this for the rest of your life, but just do it for a while until the major fundamental principles of NVC are deeply ingrained and you don't have to stop and pause and wonder, what's the second step? What's the third step? And you kind of get comfortable with it. It's going to take a little bit. It's it, it really is a rewiring of your brain, of your communication habits and there's a lot of momentum in your communication habits and ways of thinking about things. And that's what you're eradicating. Another good thing when you're learning the technique is is, is to really uh, get in touch with names of feelings and values and just the phrasing. You know, would you be willing to? I This is very important to me. I have a need. You know, just, just the type of lingo that tends to work well with using NVC. So that's the major first step is just learn the technique. You got to do that. You got to get it good. You got to get it ingrained. It's going to take repetition, practice, and it's very doable, very possible. Just take some commitment. And that's the first step. Now you know how to do it. You know the subtleties. The second step challenge is to remember that nonviolent communication exists after you have already been triggered because your cerebral cortex shuts down. It's very challenging to do anything but go into our old patterns of fighting and arguing and defending. I mean, even Marshall Rosenberg, the creator of this, still you know had relapses. It's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Once, once you're triggered, wow, it's so intense, right? It's just, and you just want to point out what's wrong with the other person. And in that moment, there's no NVC. It's totally gone. And after the dust settles and maybe you remember, oh, yeah, NVC, I totally forgot all about it. Still happens to me. Happens less, though. The more I do it, the more I share this knowledge, the more present I keep it in my field of awareness, um, the less I do those things. And it feels a lot better. I hate, I really dislike being triggered. I really dislike, you know, speaking violently. It just doesn't feel good all around. I love connection. So the the way around this habit, this this challenge with NVC is to whenever you are say you you have uh, an issue with someone, you're, you're going through a hard time with your partner and you're thinking about the problems a lot, 
and you're talking to your friends about it, your therapist, your parents, your mom, who knows, but you're speaking about it a lot and thinking about it a lot. What I recommend doing is when you are thinking and talking about this person that you're having a challenge with, use NVC in your thoughts and in your words. Do not talk about them in violent ways to anybody. Don't judge them. Don't blame them. Don't imply they're bad or wrong. Um, just take responsibility for how you feel. And, and what this will do is it'll build momentum of this awareness level and it'll build new patterns of speaking about them so that when you are engaged with them directly and you get triggered, hopefully that momentum that you've created from speaking nonviolently about them and thinking nonviolently about them as well will come through in that moment and you, and you won't revert into defending and attacking. And maybe you can, you know, get to the bottom of what these issues are, find out, uncover the need of both parties so that's big. That, that'll that really help a lot if you do that. The more you do that, the better it is. So really all the time, the, the more you use NBC in your thoughts all the time, it's going to be more likely that in the moment when you get triggered, you will still use NBC. And if you forget to use NBC, it's okay. And if your partner points it out to you, I thought you were learning nonviolent communication. It's okay. It's all good. We're all human beings learning and growing. It's just part of the process. So just keep going. And yeah, now the third, another challenge to using NVC is, um, is really just believing that it can work because if you don't believe it can work, you're not really going to use it when it's necessary and it really does work. And what I mean by that is, you know, you don't have to compromise. You don't have to attack. You don't have to blame other people and you can still get, you can still resolve these issues Issues can get resolved. You have to, like, part of doing NVC effectively is the belief that this issue can be resolved. These problems can be solved. This relationship can be repaired. And this techniques, these techniques can work. So that's a big step. You have to believe it so that you give it your best shot. And what I recommend for that is just, you know, doing it. to Experiment with it. Try it on small things. Try it on, you know, just, just see how it works doing small things and then if it doesn't work analyze where it went wrong and why ask yourself did i throw in some blame in there did i uh do an evaluation was there a judgment because it is kind of tricky i i i see people using it one of the reasons why i started sharing my understanding of nvc is because i would see people who have taken classes and taken workshops still doing things violently um, and not really aware of it. They think they're doing NVC, but a lot of times they're actually not. It's just cloaked in NVC language, but it's really they're still doing demands and evaluations and judgments. So when it doesn't, if you try and it doesn't work, analyze where you went wrong and, and what you can do better next time. And keep trying. And every time you do have a success, you're like, oh my gosh, that interaction was way better than normal. You'll start believing in it more and and then maybe that'll inspire you to go deeper and you know another thing is sharing it with other people teaching other people is one of the great ways to learn so as you get better at nvc share it with other people and that'll also help this whole process and another thing is so so you you've learned nvc and you believe it can work but then even and and you and you stayed present enough to be remember it when you're triggered 
But there's also, there's something, my challenge is sometimes I just don't want to use NBC. Sometimes I'm so frustrated with this issue that I'll think of NBC and I'll just be like, eh, I'll just push it aside. And that's a challenge. That's a challenge. And, you know, I think in those cases when you just don't want to do it, you just, you get to just push through that. Just do it anyway. Go, go into emergency empathy or just take a break. Maybe if, if you're just so frustrated, you don't even want to use NBC and you remember it, um, then maybe just take a break. Don't do anything. Say, you know what? I'm too agitated right now. I need a break. Let's talk later. That's maybe a, a tactic that can work because speaking violent is definitely not going to work. It may temporarily smooth things over, but in the long term, it just doesn't work. And we want things to work. That's the goal of nonviolent communication. Remember, it's not to get your way or, or manipulate. It's to just create connection and solve issues and challenges that come up and create long-term, sustainable, life-affirming relationships with people and with coworkers and friends and family. And it really works. And the opposite is really painful. So another challenge when with nonviolent communication is after you've learned it for a while and you're and you're getting pretty good, what I see often is people start using NVC violently. So, for instance, this sentence: "I, I have a need for you to listen to me right now." All right, that sounds like NVC. I have a need for you to listen to me, but I don't think that it is. In my opinion, that's not. That's that's violent. That's implying that that's like a demand. I have a need for you to do this thing for me. And if you don't do it, I will be sad and I will be without a need. It's like you you don't want to start using your language like that because that's the real the, the NVC way to say that is I have a need to be heard. Would you be willing to listen to what I have to say? Okay? That's so you, you don't want to be your needs cannot you don't want your needs to be determined by another person's actions. Your needs are bigger than that. I have a need to be heard, not I have a need to be heard by you right now. That's too much. That's a demand. That's a manipulation. That's trying to get your strategy. Um, you, you're trying to get your strategy to occur as opposed to getting your need met. And there's a lot there's a lot of little tricks like that. I need you to give me some empathy. That's, that's no, I have a need for empathy. Would you be willing to give me some, right? That's, that's better. That's, that's more honest and more freeing, it has a better energy around it as opposed to, I have a need for you to give me some empathy. Because when you say that, it's, it's heavy. It's, it's manipulative in, in my opinion. Um, because you can't, it doesn't. If someone says that to you, I, have, I, you know, I have a need for you to give me some empathy. It feels forced. It feels like you're being pushed in a in, in some way. And I rebel against statements like that. But if someone says, "I have a need for empathy, to be understood, to be heard," would you be willing to attempt to do that? Then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's try. Let's let's do that. That sounds interesting. And that's the that's the beauty of nonviolent communication, and it's the danger of it. So it's it's a real you know it's about being impeccable with your word and remembering the principles you're not trying to get your strategies met you're trying to get your needs met okay and there's a big difference in that if you're trying to get your strategy met you're, that's usually going to 
end up using manipulative techniques and guilt trips and threats and demands. And that's not NVC, no matter how you word it or say it. NVC is facts, feelings, values, specific requests. It's beautiful. It's pure. It really is like a spiritual practice, which is probably what I'll be talking about in the next episode. Yeah, so just remember, is never if you're saying, I have a need for you to dot, 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 don't do that. I have a need for this. It's kind of like with feelings. If When you say, I, I feel sad, that works. But if you say, I feel like you're not listening to me, that's not a feeling. So that's, that's the beauty of NBC, to keep it simple, simple. I, I see that also. Sometimes people want to go on and on over something that's unnecessary. So they're like, I see the dishes are un- the dishes are still not done in the kitchen and I feel angry, right? That's that's clean and clear. But if you say I see the dishes are not done in the kitchen and I know you were up late last night and I know that last week this happened and that's okay and you know, I understand that basically there's that's just you're going too much. It's just too you, you're going just keep it simple. Keep it simple and direct. That's my recommendation. But whatever works for you. If it works, it works. But I, 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 I recommend keeping things simple as possible, direct, clear, honest, and just always remember the principles. No blame. You're not blaming them for anything. Do not imply that they are wrong or bad in any way. Do not judge. Don't give any opinions, evaluations, diagnoses, um, all that stuff. Just leave it to the side. And speak in facts. Um, reveal your feelings. Reveal why you feel the way you do. And make specific requests. And use emergency empathy. Guess how they feel and why when you're in trouble. Or when you're starting. Anytime, really. Emergency empathy is pretty amazing, pretty effective, pretty powerful. Yeah, that's the podcast episode for today. Um, if you're in L.A., I will be teaching I will be teaching a workshop this weekend, January 18th, 2020. And you can find out information on my website, artofnvc.com. Or my facebook page art of nvc or my instagram art of nvc suppress press and or at wedeepen.com my book ebook audio book paperback book are all available on amazon and i'll have a online course online video course coming soon if anybody's interested in that send me an email and i will send you one of the early videos to get your feedback on and yeah That's it. Have a beautiful day. Good luck on your NBC adventures.